Hi, everybody. It's Dr. Eric Corum, founder of AIM7. Welcome back to The Blueprint, where we distill cutting-edge science, leadership, and life skills into simple tactics optimized for your busy lifestyle and goals. So what does it take to motivate a team, an organization, or even your family and to sustain a winning performance over time? Today, I'm joined by Mark Noodleberg, a former college football coach turned entrepreneur who knows firsthand the leadership principles that drive excellence on the field, in business, and at home. I've known Mark for almost 14 years, going way back to our time at Florida State University, where I knew Mark actually before I knew Mark. And here's what I mean by that. Mark was famously the undergraduate assistant who wore the headset of the legendary football coach Bobby Bowden on the sidelines. So whenever Coach Bowden needed to get on the headset, Mark would take it off and give it to him. And he was all over ESPN, ABC, you name the outlet. So when I showed up to FSU, I knew this guy. Well, sort of. But we've been friends for a long time. And he is one of those rare guys that excels at whatever he puts his mind to. Drawing on decades of experience, today Mark breaks down his formula of relationships, process, and discipline for getting the best from people. Expect a candid conversation and insights on the power of customized processes and self-discipline to stay consistent day to day. Mark brings an inspirational blend of competitive passion and a 1% better mindset. This conversation will definitely re-energize your approach to leadership. So let's get right to it. Let's lean in and learn from the best. Mark, this is a lot of fun for me because you and I go way back to our days at Florida State, and you've done a lot in sport as a coach. You're now in sales, and you're crushing it there. You went from football to private sector. You and I both did that. What are some lessons that you've learned along the way from sports and working in business that apply to leadership principles for everybody? How can you lead others better? How can we get better at that? It's a great question, Eric. And um, it's just so much fun to be here with you. Like to think that where we started and the roots at Florida State and the things that were happening there to us being on a podcast together and now talking about principles and transferring them to business, it's just a complete joy. So thank you for the opportunity, number one. Number two, I would say answering your question, I try to really like think back on my career as a football coach And then when I first entered into the private sector, working in business to becoming an entrepreneur, and if I could boil it down to like three core principles that have always helped me be successful, it would be mindset, it would be time management and some sort of organization around how you do what you do and when you do it, and then it would be communication because I like to live by this acronym that I've created, RPD which is relationships, process, and discipline. And if you look at those three things and how they've helped me be successful, they come back to my mindset, my way I've managed my time and where I've chosen to spend my time, and then the way I've been able to communicate with people in order to build relationships or motivate or engage or get them to move and act, whatever it may be, It comes back down to those three things that I've sort of figured out a way to own and control. And people, a lot of time will be like, oh, well, you can't control what you think. And I I disagree with that. 
I think you can control what you think. I think we, our brains are a product of our environments, of the inputs that we allow to come into it, and then what we choose to focus on. I think the choosing to focus on is important because research does show like you can't control like if a thought pops into your head, but you can choose what you do with that. Right. And and that really is mindset. It's like, do I have self-doubt or am I going to pivot into belief? Do I have self-defeating thoughts? So let's go to like leading others. So I understand relationships. Let's talk about that's to me, that's like, duh, like we got to have good relationships with people, right? Right. Some people struggle with that. Uh, That could be a personal issue. But let's talk about process and discipline and how that is evolved, how, how that's related to leading others. Well, so when it comes to process, I believe that if you're going to sustain success, you have to understand the process that got you there, right? I'll go back to football. You could win a football game. If you don't know what you did to get you to win that football game, it's almost impossible to replicate that success again. So if you're able to build processes and routines that you know lead you to being successful, then you can replicate that over and over. So when we're talking about dealing with people, you're never going to deal with the exact same person. Every person is going to have a different background, some different baggage that they're carrying with them, different aspirations, different goals. They're all going to want something slightly different. So you're never coaching or leading the exact same person. But if I have a standardized process that allows me to check off boxes along the way in terms of building relationships, in terms of investing in that person's desires and futures and goals, and figuring out the things that make them work and how they tick, their communication style, what they really want. If I have a process that I go through with everybody that I deal with, that then offers me the opportunity to create a unique strategy or a customized plan on how I'm going to try to motivate that person and get them to act. Because I think that's the greatest. That makes sense. I think that's the greatest lesson that athletics taught me is that I couldn't do it for them. It didn't matter how much I wanted them to do the thing on Saturday or how many times we got them to practice it. I could never actually do it for them in order for us to be successful. So I had to find, if I was teaching it a certain way and it wasn't reaching them or they didn't understand it, I had to find a different way to teach it to them because at some point they had to understand it in order to be able to execute it. And so that principle inside of leadership, I think gets glossed over a lot when we talk about business leadership and organizational structure and the development of people throughout every level of an organization. So if you don't have a leadership process that you put people through in order to ensure you're offering the opportunity to build relationship, because I will tell you, I've worked with people that had no interest in being my friend but understood that I could help them get to where they wanted to go. And so we didn't have a great friendly relationship, but we did have a mutual respect and understanding of what we were trying to do together. And we were still able to be successful. Mike Tomlin said something on a podcast that I carry with me into every coaching engagement, which is 
it's not, it's my responsibility to be open to intimacy with all of my players. And I think that's a leadership principle that everybody should have. I can't control whether or not you want to have a relationship with me, but I have to be open to having that relationship with everybody that I'm responsible for. And so therefore, if you want to have it, it's there for you. And if you don't, great. If we're stable, still able to accomplish the same things without that, fantastic. But so if I can have a process that allows me to offer a relationship, figure out what motivates a person, create buy-in, and help educate and train them on the things that I want that need them to do in order for us to be successful, it becomes a systematic approach to the way you get people to act. If you're like me, the morning can be a hectic mess sometimes, but there is nothing like getting your day started out on the right foot with a focused but calm approach to your day. That's why AIM-7 is helping you take back the morning. Our sunrise mindfulness sessions are exactly what you need to anchor your circadian clock and invest a few minutes into training your awareness, regaining control of your emotions, and setting your intentions for the day. AIM-7 is here to help you reshape your morning and reinvent your day. Try it out for free by clicking the link in the show notes. That makes a lot of sense. And there's principles to this. I think the one thing I would warn people about, though, that I, that frustrated me in sports was copying and pasting. Yes. Oh, like just because it worked this way, I'm not going to you know what I'm thinking about, but I'm not going <laughs> to say it. But just because it worked this way at this place doesn't mean it's going to work exactly that way in another place. There are principles for this oh. that you can apply, but I I would caution against. When you copy the model, you copy the errors. And usually the person that created the original model has already figured that out and moved on while you're making the mistakes that they made five years ago. So just keep that in the back of your mind. It's a great analogy. To me, when we work with an organization to develop their learning and development content, whether it be in business development, whether it be in leadership, the key part of the engagement is us learning their business and them learning our principles so that we can merge the principles with the circumstance and environment and situations that match that so that we don't give them exactly what we say. We give them what they need fitting the principle into their world to make it their own. And that's what most people don't do well in any kind of learning and development. They just go, that's the way they're doing it. That's the way we have to do it, regardless of what the skill sets are for our team or what the, you know, the, the personas are like on our team or what resources we have available to us. It could be two completely different animals and you're trying to apply the same process and concept to something that doesn't fit at all. Yeah, it's like all the coaches that left Alabama trying to copy Nick Saban's manual. Amen. And only some of them have been successful. And there's a lot of failures because you just can't copy exactly what happened there because of resources and talent and this, that, and the other. Last one is discipline. How is discipline associated with leading other people? If you can build relationships and you can create processes that are repeatable, that help you find success, you still have to discipline yourself to doing those things consistently over time mm. because consistency is the thing that breeds, you know, sustained success. So it's great that I can have those first two principles, but if I only do the process 
one time out of every five people that I work with or, you know, once a week or every other month, there's no consistency there. Therefore, there's no sustained success. So it takes mental discipline. It takes physical discipline to know what you're supposed to do, know how you're supposed to do it, and then execute that time and time again. And that is a principle that comes out of sport. You're going to call the same play maybe 10 times in a game. Do people execute it exactly the way it's supposed to be done? How, you know, when it's supposed to be done, where it's supposed to be done. That's the human error. That's the human element. If you can remove as much of that as possible and create discipline to doing that thing exactly that way over and over and over and over, you're, it's, it's almost guaranteed that you're going to find success. Thanks again for listening to the Blueprint Podcast. And before you leave, make sure to hit that subscribe button or follow button on whichever listening platform you are joining us from so you never miss another episode. Thanks again for listening, and I'll catch you on the next show.